Hello and welcome to Speak Your Truth and Look Good Doing It podcast. My name is Camila, or as you've seen me online, Maria Camila. I'm a brand strategist, photographer, and videographer. This work is about amplifying the visibility of conscious leaders and brands who are wanting to leave this world better than they found it. This podcast is about letting ourselves be seen, both physically and spiritually, and highlighting the nuances we experience as we are growing both personally and professionally. Thank you for being here, and let's go ahead and dive in. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. So happy to have you here. I'm always, always grateful to the people that listen, to the people that tell me that they listen, and to the people that still haven't shared with me that they listen to the podcast. I'm grateful for you. Thank you. You could be anywhere else, but you're here. So thank you so much. And I did want to let you know, so Miami is fully booked. That has me really pumped. I... I'm very excited to create out there. I'm excited to provide unique content. I have some clients that are flying in and coming in from different places and then another client that is local to Miami. And I'm really excited. It's going to be really cool to produce some interesting creative content for them. And I'm also excited to get a change of scenery, yada, yada, yada. And then also, if you're in New York City, I may cut down the day. Actually, I'm... I don't may, actually I will because other things have come up, really good things, such as other gigs in another place. So I'm actually cutting down New York City probably till the 8th of March. So if you want to create between the 2nd to the 8th, if you're in New York City, if you want to fly into New York City and be there and... You don't even have to be local to New York City. You can also just be a person that wants to bring a whole different vibe to their brand of Big Boss Energy or whatever it else that you want to do. So let me know. You can connect with me by booking a call on my IG. And I'm really excited about creating content with people because I... I'm telling you, brand photography, when you really think it through, understanding the perspective of brand, positioning, all these fancy uh, business words, it gets me super pumped for clients because we're helping you out with your voice. We're helping you out with the visuals combined with the voice. And I'm happy that I have had education on business and on social media marketing and those things help me serve you better. So I, I definitely think I've come a long way than when I used to just be a portrait photographer. So I'm really pumped to co-create with you. So if you've been wanting to work together, just connect with me. And then if you live somewhere else and you are able to come to Arizona, that's an option too. Or I can go to you. Just let me know on my IG. Okay. Today's episode is going to be about gratitude with your socials, especially if you're a person that is just starting out. And you know what? I realized that I had this exact same problem when I was starting out of feeling super ungrateful for the people that are watching my content. And I can genuinely say that like I know to some of you, you may think you have 9,000 followers, but it's like, girl, I've been at 9,000 for like nine years. Like I had momentum when I started social media back in 2015. 
And then I spiraled and went downhill. <laughs> and then starting at 2022, like I used to be at 12K and I dropped down to 9K. So I have been through the ups and downs of being like, I'm on a high and then not being on a high anymore through social media. So I think I have some street cred, okay, to talk about this. <laughs> and I've also gotten experience with creating my own momentum by trusting myself more and more and switching the perspective that I had when it comes to social media marketing. And it's incredibly important that you do this because how you do one thing is how you do another thing. And I'll share a little bit of me of how I've been experiencing these feelings. But it's not with social media marketing. It's actually through money. So I have been, I'm even surprised with myself. I've been making, I've been pretty successful and okay. And I've been able to pay myself. I've been able to travel. I've been able to buy new gear for my business. I've been able to hire people out to help me. I have been able to do some amazing things in my business for the first year, which I'm incredibly grateful for. But I experience a lot of feelings of anxiety when I check my bank account. Even when my bank account grows and it's at five figures, I start experiencing thoughts of you'll never have this much money ever again. You'll never be this good ever again. Better enjoy it while it lasts. This is not going to last. You just, just like the, the voice of the wounding is so loud in my mind. And it really creates a lot of anxiety in my mind. And it's interesting because I, I'm actually impressed with myself with moving large amounts of money in my business and the things I've been able to invest in, which is whether it's business coaching or just recently I'm getting some coaching in regards to taxes and more money-focused organizational things in my business that I know it's information that is going to change my life and it's going to change the way I perceive building wealth. And it's more nitty-gritty taxes type of thing. And yeah, and, and anyways, I'm just realizing that I need help first and foremost. And I realized that this same mentality of feeling ungrateful and feeling gritty, grippy with money shows up in my life. And I realized that I used to feel the same way when it came to my social media marketing. But I'm going to talk to you first about money and then we'll dive into the social media marketing since I know a lot of you guys that listen here, you're building your personal brand, but you'll start to see the similarities as I share a little bit more about just me and money. So my business has been, it's been going great. We're growing. My business bank account has been growing. And anytime that I move money, anytime that I check my bank account, I experience so much anxiety. And as I write down my thoughts about, well, why are you feeling anxiety? What, what is your mind? What is the subconscious? What's in your body? What is it telling you? And what it tells me is, like I said, You'll never have enough. This is as good as it gets for you. Good things don't happen to you. Um, just like enjoy it while it lasts. Like this is, this is, you're not cut out for this. You don't belong here. Like the more that I really sit, like I, it's so unprocessed, I need to process it more. <laughs> but all these feelings of incompetence and thoughts come up that make me feel sad and make me feel disempowered come up. And then yesterday, I had a pep talk with myself. 
And I think I heard this on a podcast somewhere about how money is also a relationship. And then I started thinking that if me and money were in a relationship, then like, yeah, if me and money are in a relationship, I am a very anxious person with money in my relationship. I realized that I am very, I came to realize that I am like a very anxious girlfriend to money. I am the person that checks, like if me, if money was my boyfriend, I'm like the anxious girlfriend that checks the phone and is always like, are you cheating on me? Are you doing things to me? And why are you talking to her? Why'd you look at her? And just, and and, and then I think of money, if money were my boyfriend, I think of my boyfriend just doing all these things for me, getting me flowers, making my life easier, buying me lunch, doing all these acts of service, telling me how much it loves me, telling me just how they've been looking for someone like me all of their life. And here I am just with my clenched fists, just being an anxious mess over like, you're never there for me. You're never there for me. I hate you. Like, just think of a very anxious girlfriend or partner, just a very anxious partner to another partner, just being, just telling them, you're never there for me. And just so set on the fact, on the thought and on the belief that they're never there for you, that it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because you're only focusing on how that person and that thing is not there for you. And I realized that I am working on that. I have that relationship with money. Money is doing so many amazing things for me. I have a cushion on my bank account. I'm able to feed myself. I'm able to have food delivery. I'm able to pay for a health coach. I'm able to pay uh, for go- my vacations when I go to Utah or anywhere else. They're able to pay for beautiful places for me to stay in. They're able to pay for getting my dog a nice toy. And it's able to pay for the food delivery that comes to me every month. It's able to pay for my business coaching that's saving my life and helping me out in my business. It's able to, like it's done so much for me. And here I am just so ungrateful telling money, you're never there for me. And it's all just my wounding, my wounding of growing up in an immigrant household where I hear my mom, bless my mom, by the way, very casually being like, eh, there's no money. Eh, that's just that's just how life is. There's no money. <laughs> or other things that my mom would say is oh, she she would com- complain a lot when we were growing up. And she would say things like, I just have to stretch the money. I, I stretch money. And and that sentence is so loud in my brain. Yo estiro la plata. Which means I really, I stretch money. And I make it last. And that was my mom's mentality. And that's how my mom raised us. That's how she made things happen in our family. And it served her. And it served the purpose. And now my rewiring is money multiplies money is there for me. I create money out of thin air. I am worthy of it. Money has been looking for someone like me all of their lives because I do good things when I have money. And when money confides in me, they know that I'm a trustworthy person because they know I'm going to create even bigger impact with it. And I really had to sit down with myself yesterday and this is literally me in my apartment talking to myself out loud 
like a loony, <laughs> which I don't think I'm a loony at all. It's just me, me really, like I, I personified money. And I realized that I have been so ungrateful to this energy and this presence, which really all money is, is my self-trust. It's my self-trust with creating value for others and my self-trust with being there for myself. It really is trusting myself. But I really had to look at it with different eyes and a different framework in order for me to start changing this because I, I came to realize that it doesn't matter what the number is on the bank account. It doesn't matter what the number is with your follower count. If your mind is all jacked up and you have scarcity with it, it's going to show. And then you're not going to enjoy your life. And I've been experiencing that. I do want to make it clear that when I share this, this is this is me too. This is me. I'm only I'm only coming to you after I processed it, integrated it, and now I realize that there's some valuable nuggets to share with you to be of service to you. But this is something that I'm integrating because now I, I really have to practice thanking money. Thank you for being there for me. Thank you for never leaving me behind. And thank you for allowing me to create my dream life in a way that is that feels good to me and feels in alignment with me. And thank you for taking me to Miami. I love Miami. I love being there. I used to go there all the time. And thank you for taking me to New York. And thank you for taking me to Vegas where I'm going to go see my business coach. And that's going to be amazing. So thank you so much. And thank you for all that I know that you will do for me in the future so that I can help my family and help my community, etc, etc, etc. That being said, now that you saw even my tone right now, even if as I say this to you guys, I feel so much more relief in my body just by changing my perspective of how I'm so grateful to money. Like I'm so sorry that I have treated you so badly. Anyways, so that is going to now shift the conversation to how does, like, how, what's your relationship with the people that are in your world right now? And, I mean, even if you have 200 followers, even if you have 300, even if you have 1,000 followers, what if you were to go to each new person that started following you and, say, and like, just showing them love? And be genuine. Don't be fake and don't be a troll just if you see like they have a cute outfit, like, hey, your outfit's cool. I like your vibe. Your vibe's cool. This is cool. It doesn't even, even need to be some fake elaborate thing. Sometimes people send me voice notes and it's like, yeah, don't got to do that. Like we literally stumbled across each other's avatar two seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, don't got to do that. Just something cool and genuine of like, this is cool. Like your vibe and or just like liking like something so simple. And just start practicing gratitude towards people that come onto your profile. And I, I have to practice that. And actually practicing gratitude makes me even more and more comfortable to open up on my socials. Because I see it as like, oh, it's me and my people. We are a community. And I love them. <laughs> I hope they appreciate me. And yes, they do because they follow me. Anyways. But... Yeah, so start thinking of the people that follow you and just start like just like pretend they were right in front of you or just even be grateful for the one or two clients that you have. And gosh, is that so difficult sometimes when you're first starting out because your belief in entrepreneurship sometimes is so slim 
Maybe some of you are not that new in entrepreneurship, but you get you get the gist. Start looking at your people and being grateful. And another thing is reply to people's comments or make them feel acknowledged, make them feel seen and heard. So a pet peeve of mine is when people just don't reply to comments or don't reply to DMs. And I think that is just, ugh, it gives me the ick. It gives me the ick when someone, when you provide a compliment to someone online and they just leave you on scene. In my mind, it just, ugh, it's, it's a reflection of something else. I actually was nervous to mention this a few times simply because to myself, I thought, oh, I'm being too petty. I'm taking things personal, whatever. But now who I am now, I've come to realize that, bro, unless you're Beyonce, you have time to care about the people that care about you. None of you, like a lot of you are really, like I get that you're busy, but just include it in your routine. When you check your phone in the morning, it's literally what I do. Check your phone in the morning, 10 minutes, and be like, hey, thank you. Or just even like a little heart back. It's literally tapping on a screen. It is literally that simple. And that alone can let someone know that you see them and you hear them. And some people can't even do that. And I've come to realize that if you want to make money, if you want to grow your community, start being grateful and start being more loving. I, I've come to realize that I remember in the early, early years, early years, in the early times of entrepreneurship, I wasn't, I, I used to think like, oh, so-and-so is probably making all this money or whatever. And then now as I, I'm the one making money now that I am growing and I am, I'm starting to get a taste of what six figures feels like. I'm starting to get a taste of what does it mean to serve these many people? What does it mean? What does it feel like? Like who, who do I have to be? And I've come to realize that, bro, there's a lot of people out there that are looking good, but they probably make money to get by, but they're not making life changing, livable wage type of money because they are not taking their community seriously and they're being lazy about it. And I think some people just rely on referrals or they're too chill or maybe we don't have the same priorities with wanting to live their purpose. But if you're that person who you're in this line of work because this is your purpose, because this is what you came to do, because this is literally your life's work. And regardless of how your life's work looks like, whether you're a coach or whether you started a business and failed a business, but your mission is still there, then it's incredibly important for you to be there for the people that are there for you. It's the same thing. And I think sometimes some people just have drama around uh, clients or have drama around social media and make it a bigger deal than it is. And it shows. It shows in their lack of interaction with their people online. It shows in their marketing. It shows in their snobby attitude. It shows in the lack of depth that you see in the content that they post. It shows in their energy. And sometimes I think that, I think there's a, it makes me kind of sad, but there's a, there's something that happens in entrepreneurship where it's very contagious to complain about other clients. And I, and I see service providers do this amongst each other, whether it's through online threads or posting and complaining about clients online. I remember actually back in the day, I remember I joined 
uh, photography mentorship. And they had a Facebook group where we could go on there and talk about just whatever we were going through. And I remember it was very common to complain about clients and swear and just be so unregulated about it. And that was normalized. And I remember me thinking that that was what entrepreneurship was. And now that I think back on it, and now that I'm in, uh, I hate this word, containers, now that I'm in group channels that are more heart-centered and are more human-first centered, there isn't a culture of complaining about clients. Because as an entrepreneur, it's also your responsibility to have healthy thoughts about the people that you're serving. And it just gives me the ick just when people pile on complaining about clients. Like if you don't have a, an ideal client, okay, then accept it. It's part of business and just don't complain about it. Just don't give it light. Don't give it so much attention. Just, you know, it's part of business. It's going to happen. There's going to be a few people that are not aligned and so be it. And just go back to your marketing or maybe have better boundaries or just figure out how you can be more aligned in the way you show up online. But this whole complaining about clients is so yucky to me. I don't even like to entertain that. It's, and, and that's something else that I think that those are people that are not grateful for the people that they're serving. And you know what? Complaining about clients in that way, I've, I've come to realize that I see it happen, but it's not sustainable. I cannot think of a Someone who's been in business for a long time, who has very strong thought leadership, they have they have built community, they're very heart-centered, and they're very impactful. Usually people like that have very good emotional hygiene in the way that they process their stuff, that they're not out there complaining, pointing the finger, saying people are this and that. Yeah, no, 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 no. And it's something that, oh, I feel so strongly about that, <laughs> of... Because I know in self-help world, we talk about radical self-responsibility and having healthier thoughts about the work that you do and about your online world and just yourself in general is incredibly important. And that also takes, that also is taking radical responsibility is when you take ownership of even certain people that you attracted into your world and ask yourself, why did you accept them? Or ask yourself, say you had a, a bad experience with that person, just think about how could I have prevented that and been better? Even if things are not fully your fault, but there's always something that you can learn about how you could have done that better. So anyway, that is my spiel for the day in regards to negative thoughts about your clients, negative thoughts in general, and an entitlement thinking that you're somehow owed views and you're somehow owed money and you're somehow owed anything when in truth is it's your job to show up as a person that is trustworthy of holding people and helping people out and being trustworthy of receiving other people's money and trust in general. Which is going to lead me to my last point, which is complaining about views, complaining about the algorithm. Oh gosh, I remember I used to think this way. Um... I remember I used to think this way probably earlier in the year. I remember I signed up for a marketing course and one of the things that the market marketing coach said at the time was, yeah, you're going to get the followers and you're going to get the comments. 
And I remember that was what I was aiming for, or that's what I, I used to think that's what content was about because I used to come with the mentality of Instagramming 2015, where I used to give tons of comments, tons of engagement, things were different. And I also had the mentality of coming from Utah. And I say this because Utah is where a lot of influencers are born. And I remember there were some people that had very easily just had big followers and tons of engagement. And I remember I used to think that that's what good content was when I didn't know any better. So because that's what I used to think good content was, then that's what I was aiming for when I first started my business in the earlier, exactly a year ago, the earlier parts of 2022. And I remember feeling so much disappointment when I wasn't getting the likes and the follows and thinking that something was wrong because my perspective was off. And I had a marketing coach tell me, I can't help you with the part of your business. She didn't say it exactly like this, but in other words, she told me, I can't help you with your mindset because your content is good. You understand marketing principles. People are liking your stuff. I like your stuff. But the one thing, which is my mindset and being grateful and feeling worthy and just having the belief that things are working, she's like, I can't help you with that. And it's true. I don't blame her for telling me that because work that is that deep is work that I've had to do with somebody who is trained to handle that, trained to work with mindset stuff. And that's something that I was able to process immensely with my business coach. And also I was able to get myself into spaces where I realized that you don't need to have tens and thousands of comments for people to really be impacted in a positive way by your content. And I proved that to myself. I mean, my engagement has been getting better. I get comments, we get interactions. It's not in the millions, nor have I gotten viral. But you know what? I have a very sustainable business and things are looking really well for January of 2023. I'm really impressed with what I've been able to create for myself once I shifted my mentality. And the reason also why I have consistent income I, I didn't even give myself credit for this because I was in my mentality of being ungrateful for business. But the reason why I'm able to have consistent income is because I'm consistent in my business. I'm consistent in my marketing. I'm consistent in my serving people. And then I have also had, had to learn to lower my expectations. Lower my expectations when someone gets on a sales call with me. When someone gets on a sales call, as much as I want them to be an aligned person and an unaligned yes, they don't have to be. They don't have to tell me yes on the phone. Truly. I know it's like such a hard pill to swallow and as service providers, we don't like hearing that. But getting no's in business is a part of business. And sometimes people say no to you because whatever reason. Or maybe they had the money and all of a sudden they don't have the money. Or maybe they just change their minds and people are allowed to change their minds. And it just is what it is. So let's come to terms with that. And that also goes back to you don't need to have the highest engagement in order for your business to be worthy, in order for your brand to have legitimacy. There's so many people that have high engagement and they don't nearly monetize. They, they do not make money. I vividly can think of people right now that have thriving social medias and they make, they do not make that much money. I'm just going to be honest with you. And then there are people who have 
low engagement and they're making six figures. They're having incredible launches because it's about the mentality and also understanding that human beings and the way we consume content, like there's some content that I see sometimes that is just like, damn, this is really calling me out. And it's calling me out so much that I don't even want to like it. I don't even want to like it because I feel so exposed. But it doesn't mean that the content is not valuable. It just means like, oh, damn, this person's really in their power. And, and it kind of intimidated me a little bit. So I just want you to start thinking that sometimes these metrics that we get lost in are not always representative of that someone's going to buy from you. And also, on the other hand, I know plenty of people that create very shallow, catchy content and they have tons of comments, but there's no thought leadership. They're just entertainers. They're just like funny, but I, there's no thought leadership in the things that they're saying. And it doesn't mean that it doesn't have value, but when you're selling thousands of dollars in a program, hell yeah, you better have some thought leadership. Hell yeah, you better show you are trustworthy of, of people trusting you with thousands of money, thousands of dollars of or whatever, in order to be in your world. So things for you to think about. I hope that this gives you a different perspective on how to approach content. Be grateful. Surrender to it. Humble yourself to the process and just... And also give yourself so much grace because I I have been going through these waves too and I, I have to truly practice gratitude on a level that that is not to be overlooked and yeah okay if you found value in this episode please let me know I really appreciate it when you guys repost on Instagram and share the podcast with other people other than that thank you for being here and I will catch you on the next episode